Let's drone out. Um, hello, um, welcome to another fantastic episode of Let's Drone Out because Andy RC, NJ, and Frank are here. Tonight's show is sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. Um, <laughs> we are joined by Frank. <laughs> Jack, what's happening? He... We're, we're joined by what? Huh? I think he said Frank. Frank? No. He froze. I didn't hear anything. Hello. Oh, hello, Frank. Andy Austin. Hello. NJ Tech. Good evening. Him showing all his stuff off, which made Tony it's jealous. It's just some of it. It's just some of it. He hello, Tony. Bonjour. Now, there's a difference because NJ isn't single, but Tony is. Can you tell? <laughs> is that like is that like a tell. glass it's like a glass cabinet, is it, rather than a wall? Yeah, it opens. It's, it's, really? it's, it's pretty cool. Really? I like it. It's like an exhibit. I like that. Yeah, man. Help me. Don't encourage have, him. Have you got them ordered in your favourite one? No, they're they're like non flyers anymore. There's one from the Argos uh, shoot that I done, which um, I'm never going to fly again. It's Argos, just... as in the the company, the the catalog yeah, I... company Argos. Yeah, I flew uh, uh, done an advert last year for them, which is before Christmas. What kind of advert? Like a, a video advert? Yeah, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was on TV. Yeah, it was on. It was on telly. They aired it fifteen times, sixteen no times. How did I not? How did I not see that? What were, What were you flying? What quad was it? It was the Fossil Slough two eighty. And they were selling it through Argos. No, no, no. It was a promotion. Uh, we had to fly like past TVs and round TVs and stuff like oh, that. I remember the advert. Yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty cool advert. Cool. Loads of people were saying, "Oh, it's CGI, CGI," and then I put my YouTube video up of the DVR of it and you can uh, I'll send you the link later yeah I need to go I don't know I, I don't have a TV so I don't get to see adverts and stuff but oh, uh, yeah. I never knew that shame yeah I, I, um, I'll send it to you the link to the uh, video in the chat yeah I got, it, I got it I got it oh I did I did see this yeah but I saw it through another video, not on TV. Yeah, it looks CGI. It's fake. It's like uh, the curvature of the Earth. <laughs> Don't start me on that, Andy. <laughs> look, Jack believes yeah. now. Look, I sent him. Uh, oh, I sent him so much evidence that he was actually. We had dinner today, and he was saying, "I, I think I might might believe you now." Did he agree, or did he he's just cave it. in? He's no, he totally. Believed. I don't know what he's on about. <laughs> I did see a video with Jeremy Clarkson and NASA have made their own weather machine. Has anyone ever seen that? No. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Tony, like, going on at me, being like, you know they can control the weather, don't you? And I'm like, shut up, you idiot. Uh, yeah, yeah, apparently they can. There's something, you know. So bit by bit, as technology moves further, Tony wears away at me. I think they do. I think they do it. Don't they do it in Dubai or something? Like they can make clouds to make it rain. Uh, you know, I'm fine with that. That I, I see that's plausible. 
Well, as soon as they fire a rocket, like um, in Florida. Oh, NASA are hacking him. I was going to say, I'm giving away the secrets. He's been infiltrated. They fire, yeah, they fire Silence the rocket. him! Silence him! <laughs> Listen, you might learn something. They fire the rocket, and because the rocket um, produces so much heat, they spray tons and tons of water on the rocket. That's what all that stuff is. And all of the most of the stuff that comes off the rocket when they fire it up is steam. It's not rocket fuel. I never knew rockets were steam powered. It is steam, and oh, we, and then, God. honestly, after the rocket, look, listen, this is like king real. You're not even. I'm not even joking. I, I agree when a rocket oh, fires, more. listen. When a rocket, when a rocket fires, they put tons and tons of water on, and all most of that you see when it goes up is steam. And then later on in the day in Florida, it rains because of the steam because they create their own clouds it's a it's just that's just a fact and if you don't know that but, but they do don't know. have chemicals in them like chemtrails no not they're they're from out of planes i can yeah. talk to you about that later if you want <laughs> <laughs> but it's a true thing if you don't believe me research it yourself you even nasa will tell you that they pump gallons and gallons of water over but I thought NASA lied about everything. Well, they do say they do lie quite a lot. <laughs> Whoever that are you drinking water and not wine or beer or right? Yeah, just on the water. So so that I can concentrate, make sure that you know I'm not missing any of the facts and things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you do know you can private message me and I'll just tell you all about it. I know, I know Tony. No, if it keeps that. on, I'm going on the isopropanol. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Sniff it, Jack. That, that strong stuff, yeah. Sniff it. I used to use that to clean... I don't, uh, I don't think clean I've the... got any hairs left now, after doing that. <laughs> Why am I listening to you? I've Why had a weekend just... with him. He loved it. Are, are we allowed to ask about... Uh, I, I've seen some pictures with uh, David and you guys. Yeah, yeah, by all means. Yeah. What would you like I'll to know? Well, uh, just, you know, what, what did you guys get up to? What's the story? Oh, I also wanted to ask as well, did, did anyone go to Hobby King Live? Was it cancelled because of the weather and things? I went. went. I would just like to say, all my friends, other than, no, you're, you're going in there, uh, uh, Andy RC, um, you are all incompetent. Um. <laughs> I didn't quite catch that. Did anyone else catch that? I think it was all curse words, so I wouldn't worry too much. Oh, is that... <laughs> So I think what I'm getting Competent. from that... Incompetent fools. <laughs> See, because of the glitch there, I got impotent fools. But... <laughs> <laughs> don't think, I don't think so. Um, yeah, incompetent fools. Carlos said he went to Hobby King um, Live and it was uh, not great. Oh, really? Well, just because of the weather. I mean, it was just raining here. I think um, he said I went to Hobby King Live and I put non not great to Mikey Dredd's How Was the Indian. Yeah, but I wasn't going to read out what Carlos actually said about it. So, oh, well, okay. Not... Is this <laughs> in the comments? Oh, yeah, I, I've just seen it now. Yeah, sorry. I see Carlos's comment now. Yeah. Um, in the chat. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it, it was better. It was better than last year. Oh my God, so last year was really pants then. 
horrendous. It was so bad. Last year. I thought it was all right. Really? You thought yeah. it was all right? Yeah. Because it wasn't the biggest complaint last year, just the sort of from an organisational standpoint that things were, were a little it's bit... It's always like that, though, Bobby King. They just don't... They, they leave it to the last minute. Honestly, like, if we got rid of Frank... Um, it would, and back to the old organisation of let's go now. Worse than that, really. <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty. It's almost on fire. I'm actually uh, glad I didn't go now after Carlos saying it was super disappointing. No, is if you were a punter because they were selling. Um, fuck. So uh, you could selling buy what? Fat Shark. Returned Fat Shark goggles for as little as two pounds, so people were snapping up some unbelievable bargains. Uh, you could buy more than one of the same transmitter, put them together, and make a working transmitter if you wanted to. Can you adjust your bandwidth? Uh, for a fiver. Jack. Um, it was it was crazy. Uh, for instance, um, Gary not. Or, or, or Gavin. Um, it's getting very Real confusing Gary. with all these things. He bought two 3D printers for thirty pounds. That's pretty so, good. Yeah, it was. There was basically um, it was amazing if you brought cash and you were in for some absolute bargains. Well, Carlos said that the uh, the stuff that was for sale was pretty much all broken. <laughs> Poor, yeah. all good. Jack, can you adjust your bandwidth? Can you lower it a bit? I don't know how. Just go up to the top of the screen and press that signal button and just make it lower. Drag it down a bit. Less mm. um, less HD, which is all, always better, and your voice will come across. So how did you guys end up meeting with David? He was over here for something. I'm just interested because I think probably a lot of people, including myself, sort of got inspired by the early flight test days of where... David was there, and so I know you guys are friends from the podcast. It's more Jack. Jack, answer. Well, um, he came to see me to pick some stuff up. Um, a rocket knife. He um, really? Yeah, he basically grabbed some like laptop stuff, uh, and he ordered because it was cheaper to order stuff to the UK in Sweden and it's yeah. cheaper to get pick it up than the overall shipping. That's crazy. Instead of shipping something directly to Sweden, it's easy it's cheaper to not only ship it to the UK, get a plane over here. Wow, that's just it, that's madness. It is madness, isn't it? So he, he also said things like um the bus to the from where he lives to the uh, airport is like a hundred that's the um swedish currency yeah the flight's less than that so did you guys uh, get to do any flying together or, or is it just sort of meet up and hang out just a, just a meet up really uh we dragged him around i was showing off my friends and uh i poorly arranged a meet in london very badly which we were two hours two hours late for which annoyed him because it's me He's like never late for anything. So like, <laughs> and yeah, but uh, I think Andy made his day with whatever he printed for him. Or Andrew, Andrew no. or Frank? Frank. 
I don't yeah. know. The thing, we're, the thing we're not allowed to talk about. I can't tell you any of the stuff because it will ruin the surprise of what he's going to do with the rocket sled. No, yeah. that's fine. I, I love what he's doing with the rocket sled, though. I think it, it's great. Rocket Nine! You, you, you. I think we should all do a Christmas song called Rocket Nine. <laughs> um, what? And ruin a charity? Like, yeah. bankrupt them? Destroy them? <laughs> Does he still get to do any flying, or has anything to do with flight tests or anything, or is it pretty much his own thing now? Yeah, his own thing. People, a lot of people are like complaining, being like, "Stop doing the rocket knife, do some more RC stuff." It feels weird, like talking on behalf of him. I'm on soon, once he's like recovered from being over here, <laughs> but, um, being, being around Jack for too long. Everyone yeah, needs recovery. That's enough to. Only fate worse than that is being sellotaped to Noel Edmonds. <laughs> that would be quite bad. Yeah, without a beard guard either. Um, Talking of beards, was... you've just got rid of yours. You had you had one in uh, tribute to David's bad boy one, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I was worried he weren't going to meet me, like recognise me, because like when I first met him, I had a beard, so I thought oh, I'll leave the beard on. So, and then after it, it was like growing into my mouth, like there. So I got home, shaved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, got a game, uh, having a meet with David Stall in the middle of a work day so he can get there. I know. I'm sorry. He came down on a weekday. I did the best. At least I told people about it. Now rather than keeping him to myself. We tried to get it clearly to I have a sex dungeon. People could at least kind of maybe come along at a reasonable time during the workday, but reasonably they're cool, but that didn't happen. It was hard, man. It was hard. He was only well. there for what... I mean, literally got off his plane, went to yours, slept, went to... Uh, what was it? Sussex Module Centre or something. Yeah. Then up to London and then disappearing again. Oh. Seek and... Like, Carlos said, kind of told people. Oh, like, Didn't it's... Carlos get to meet him? I think he did. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, enough like, to Carlos. Yeah. I don't know. He, he... Now we're getting schizo on here. No, it keeps lining up with his live streams. So if you noticed, 15 hours ago, he did a live stream. Don't know. I need to wait till he late stream and then track his live stream. Jack, so, you're really breaking up. Can you try lowering your bandwidth again or more? Or hit a button, move it left. Or, or do that. Yeah. Is that better? I can hear you perfect now. NJ, what you got onto your left shoulder? Um... Quite a lot of stuff. <laughs> is that um, all what you've been given and tested, or is that some of uh, you bought and stuff? Some of it's review stuff. Um, some of it's stuff I've had for a while, and yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of bits I'm I'm working my way through at the minute um, to test and and review and bits. I'm actually putting a, a haul video out later this evening, which uh, talks about all the stuff I've got coming up to review and chat about a few things. One of the things I'm actually quite excited about to try out is the new um, TBS Crossfire Micro Bundle. So the small size module instead of the large thing that you operate, instead of having the screen on the back like the uh, the older uh, system that's stuck on the back, this uh, 
this one you operate via a Lua script on your Tyrannus. And um, so people are reporting Snake FPV and uh, Thomas and Paul at BMS Web have both reported great things about the latency, um, which apparently to some, I mean, if you, if you hear this from Thomas, it's got to mean something because the guy is just winning everything at the minute. Uh, in fact, I think two days ago, he won the Adelaide FPV Cup. Um, yeah. So another one he's just gone and smashed. But yeah, he switched the crossfire and he's he's come straight out and, and said, along with Snake FPV, they notice a pretty substantial jump from SBUS uh, in terms of latency. So that's, that's, that's pretty epic um, to be, you know, that much quicker. I think it's three times quicker. I think we're going from 50 hertz to 150 hertz. Well, well... Um, Sorry so to interrupt, but will us old boys feel that? Well, see, I, I'm. This is what I want to know because I don't race; I freestyle. So I'm going to. Uh, it's arriving tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to fit it to my Beast SX, which is this guy down here with the pink props, um, which I know probably the uh, the, the Beast is a, my main freestyle quad, and I've, I've I know that really really well. Um, so. Because that's the problem when you test out a lot of different drones, it starts to become a bit of a haze as to what feels what and what your preferences are. But I know that quad really well, so I'm going to fit it to that one um, and then go out and fly it and see if I can uh, notice this this difference that people seem to seem to say. Snake FPV, if you go and check out his latest YouTube video, he actually did a blind test um, and he just he, he, he spotted the right one straight away and it was quite obvious because he does a lot of those blind tests for various gear and it's always a bit hit and miss because the the you know the tolerances are so small between versions of things um but yeah i'm, I'm super interested to see how this um tbs system does and it's also apparently very soon they're going to be dropping the price of the so I hear, I can't, I'm not saying this is fact, but so I hear they're going to be dropping the price of the micro receivers, which are the ones that will be fitting to our quads, which is really good news because obviously they're like, at the minute, I think they're about £50 a receiver, they're, so they're, they're, they're 50, expensive. They're 56 quid. Yeah, it's a lot of cash. So apparently Trappy's going to talk to the retailers and, and have that uh, those dropped or there's going to be bundle deals where they're a lot cheaper because... I mean, it's not the biggest thing in the world. If you've already got, it, it's a module. So as you switch model, you switch module and you can do it one at a time with your quads. But so far, the people who've tried this have switched to it and said, well, this has screwed me now because it's so good. I don't actually want to fly on the standard SBUS protocol anymore. I want to stay on Crossfire. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm excited to try that out. Well, I got one and I put it on my wing. Uh, so obviously I'm not going to tell any difference. I I wanted it for range basically, um, and it was like 113 quid. So it yeah, was, that's the pack I've, I've purchased. Yeah, it was good. And then I looked today because I wanted one to go on a quad, and like you were saying, it's like 56 quid for the just the receiver. And I was like, uh, I think I might leave that. Yeah, I mean that's the thing really. There's there's. Um, there is a premium on TBS stuff. There's there's no question of that. But it's the support's great, and the stuff is usually pretty damn good. You know, there's a lot of TBS stuff out there for a very good reason. And he's uh, he's 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 a clever guy. And uh, yeah, I've got a lot of time for the TBS stuff. But I mean, the the, the big things you're paying for really is that it's not only how solid that control link is, uh, it's the latency and also the range. Uh, they really do, especially down on that. 
lower uh, frequency where the, uh, the wavelength is longer and the, the longer that wavelength is, the easier it is to penetrate and bend around buildings and things, you know, the, the, the lower the, uh, the range, the, the better it will do, which is why, you know, things like 1.2 video are so much better you know, for long range stuff and penetrating objects than the shorter range 5.8. The quality is not quite as good, but the longer wavelength is is what matters. But unfortunately, we can't use 1.3 and 1.2 in the UK. And the aerials will be huge as well. But I digress. Mm. I know that's why I've set up my my wing with 5.8 and I asked, like I've got Neil Cody sent me a big, big long 5.8 helical and stuff. So yeah, I'm going to just push the limits when we have a non-windy day which yeah it's not looking good is it I've, I've, one of the things i'm desperate to test as well is I've, uh greg sent me from menace rc sent me the bandicoot uh antenna the patch antenna for specifically for the linear stuff so i'm, I'm really excited to try that out they are good i've used it on my tiny week around my house through through clear view and it, you can tell the difference is that yeah. using two of them, Tony? Did you use two? Because I was talking to Lee from Painless 36, and he said you get two of them set up on diversity and sort of point them at an angle because obviously they're they're limited to the the angle. He said that that works quite well. I did use two, but you got to remember um, Clearview isn't really diversity. Yeah. But uh, I used two on it, and it did improve uh, quite a lot. Because I was flying inside, I was inside my house, and I was flying my tiny outside my house, and I had a crystal clear video. That's cool. Around the, around the house, over the roof, and round plants and trees and. Parts. This um, th this TBS stuff, uh, is it is it nine hundred megahertz that it runs on? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nine eight six, I think it does, is. Does no, it hold on. Nine eight six is. I'm wrong. In, it's nine nine or nine eight six or something you like can that. Change it. Yeah, that's right, for the US, but we're on 8-something. Because 900 is our mobile phones. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, wouldn't yeah. that cause an issue with them? I mean, I don't, I, I've never really tampered with much long-range stuff, but I, I, that's why I was thinking, wouldn't then that interfere when you get, like, lots of interference from mobile phone stuff? Yeah, you're quite right, yeah, it's 900 for the US, and then the rest of us, it's, it's 800 and something. Another thing I was thinking as well about this latency thing, because um, I can never tell, if someone can give me a PPM receiver and an S bus and I can't tell the difference when I'm flying FPV, doesn't the latency of the FPV feed sort of limit the, the latency of the control anyways? So you're always going to have to wait for your video feed. To, to get to you as well as as well as your control. So yeah, they're all down in in pretty pretty t you know we're we're down in in it's really in small microseconds. Yeah, 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 but but I, I think the difference is videos at gigahertz, and we're at megahertz on the RF link. Um, so it's the refresh rate of the video. This is another reason why a five point eight video system, the picture looks so much clearer because. Uh, when I first saw FPV come out, you know, a friend of mine had a glider. This was going years back, you know, when it was like, wow, you can see things from your, your model. And he put it on a glider and he was using a 1.3, which was a little bit illegal. But um, yeah, he was, he was using 1.3 on a glider where you could mount an enormous antenna for that 1.3. And it's interesting to see the 1.3 video picture next to the 5.8 picture yeah. and you'll see that like he could fly literally miles away 
and have hardly any breakup with objects in the way. Everything was great, but the quality of the picture was definitely lower, even at close range, than a 5.8 because you got that shorter wavelength. You got a much yeah. higher refresh rate, and the, the picture quality is just higher. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so super interesting stuff. But I, I presume you know, we, how much longer before we properly before real digital becomes affordable? Because it's still crazy money, isn't it? Mm. But, I can't be too I, long. Personally, I don't. I don't think um, like like you said earlier, BSM Web. He's young. I think I think he he will notice the S bust the, the difference. I'm Completely. not sure. I'm not sure I will because I'm getting on a bit and my you know my eyes and hand coordination are going to be he, he like two or three times slower than his. Um, so I'm I'm not sure I'd I'd notice it racing or anything like that. Good uh, Davey's, sorry, Davy Boys just said um, the full size Crossfire module specs, the micro doesn't have the same power outputs, I don't think. Uh, yeah, that's what I read as well. I think the micro module will do 25 milliwatts and 100, 100 milliwatts. Uh, the larger one will go, you can actually plug an external XT60 and a like 2S or a 3S in and boost the power up to something pretty crazy. I think. Yeah, which is nuts. You just just don't. But be... I still read that the mi the micro can do forty. Is it forty k? On a hundred on a hundred with that setup, um, I imagine it can still do some. The other thing that's interesting is that it's got a. I think it's a, like a dynamic. There's a dynamic power, which I've heard people say don't mess with that. But there's there's within a certain distance, it works at the super fast refresh rate, and then as it senses the uh, if you get far enough away and it senses that link weakening, it will switch um, to a lower, to a, like a standard, more S bus like latency. Um, I mean, again, what I don't know what you'd feel and how far away that is. Um, probably still two, three kilometers before it will make that switch. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's super interesting technology. Um, and I think uh, I can see you got a Q Q. Uh, is it Q7, QX7 behind you? Yeah, yeah, the QX7. If you use that with the Crossfire, I think you've got to do some changes uh, on the Crossfire and the QX7. I'm not quite... Well, I know from, well, from what I read, I think I, I actually went through the pain in the arse that is upgrading all the firmware on the Tyrannus today. I did the, the bootloader and the main firmware up to 2.2. Um, and I think you need to do that for all the Crossfire protocols to, to work properly on their latest firmware. So um, that is done and ready to go on my, that's ready to go now on my X9D Plus. Um, but the QX7, I'll, I'll test that as well then. I'll find out uh, yeah, how much more jiggery poker you need to do. Davey Boy says there are issues and I've read there, issue, there is issues. And Brad as my mate, you know, Brad as he's, ordered one but he knows there's issues but he knows there's a fix and i'm not quite sure what it is but there is a fix and qx7 and um tbs know about it actually i was asked a question today um i don't know if maybe anyone knows that's watching but um someone was asking about using this latest crossfire protocol and race flight whether there are issues there or whether the latest one supports it because i know there's been a few people have personally come to me and asked about it and I, I don't know the answer yet i haven't looked into it but 
um, certainly bait flight it's set up for and uh, kiss it's set up for uh, with no issue. Mr. Frost said he, he took his two, uh, 250 on holiday and he was running the micro RX and he managed to get 2.2-ish miles down the beach before his pants were fully brown. <laughs> <laughs> so he done well. Is, is that an OSD element? Like the just pants <laughs> yeah. in the corner that slowly change colour as your battery depletes? Pants come up and then you know you've got to turn around. That's got to be done. Someone please write that for... <laughs> For the OSD, that would be amazing. Pants fill up, and you know, when it gets to the top, you better turn around there. <laughs> Actually, there's a great video I saw recently. It's in my history. I'll see if I can find it. Someone has done, uh, with a Crossfire setup, has done on a, an Alien 5 inch with a 1300 milliamp battery, did 3.6 miles in a straight line, flying very gently and efficiently, 3.6 miles out and back, um, which is kind of nuts really like 7.2 mile round trip um and got back and landed at like you know i think i saw really apps or something it's like the battery wouldn't be very happy at the end of that but that's kind of mad i wouldn't risk that myself but yeah interesting. great test Balls. yes well my wing, i'm so looking forward to my wing i just hope so. i'm trying i'm gonna go out saturday morning i'm gonna get up early and test my tbs crossfire because um, I'm hoping I, I'm just going to fly 10 minutes out or until my video gets bad. And then I'm 10 minutes back um, weather permitting because I tried last Saturday and <laughs> I failed. If anyone saw my video, my motor mount broke in the wind. It was so windy. It was horrible. So was that a hurricane Aileen that you were stuck in? Well, it was the aftermath. I think uh, it wasn't, too bad when I took off, but I just wasn't getting it. I was nearly full throttle. I was going against the wind because obviously you want to fly again. Away, you want to fly for 10 minutes out. Yeah, I was flying against the wind, so I knew like um, it was it was good to go against the wind because you, if, if you're going to do long long distance, go against the wind and then you get pushed back and save a bit of your battery. But I was like. At one point, I was at full throttle, and I was just looking at this fence on the ground, and it wasn't moving. And I was just right, right. I'm turning around. I'm coming home. This is pointless. I was only three, four minutes into the flight, and as I turned around, the wind pushed, started pushing me, and my motor mount broke, and I just plummeted to the ground and went on a very, very, very long walk of shame. I think long long range is uh, it's a real it's a completely different challenge and I, I sort of stay away from it because I don't like walking so much. <laughs> but I uh, really enjoy it. I really enjoy the challenge and the ner you know when you get out that far and you're like it's like you're committed. Yeah, and it's it's nerve wracking and you think I've got a GoPro on there. I've got my wing is you know it's a couple of hundred quid flying along and i've got no gps no return to home and it's just a buzz when you get out that far and come back when when you start losing signal do you do you take the wing higher oh uh, yeah i've done before yeah it seems why do you need to do that it seems to clear up the picture <laughs> is that maybe because the earth curves round and no. you have to <laughs> go higher up see what you did there mate <laughs> no, Andy. No. Oh, okay. 
I was a bit com I was confused why you had to gain height when you got further away. I don't know. It might be my antennas were pointing like that. Yeah, it could be that. <laughs> Good one there. I got guys and got reeled into that one. Yeah, Brian. It was I no I was I was genuinely interested because they they call it the uh, they call it the Fresnel zone or something which is mm -hmm. you have to gain height and so I I've I've not really done any long range stuff. I have I have some friends though who have um, some DJI stuff and the range that those things can do it, it's unbelievable and that's like that's using two point four absolutely amazing I mean I think you can put a limit on a uh, we, we've got a bit of land around here that's, uh, you know, it's thousands of meters long. I've got a friend who's m way more daring than me and takes his Mavic out to thousands of meters and absolutely incredible range on DJI. So I think that's yeah. the only thing I, I could do long ranges with my DJI stuff. Uh, my early F450, which is basically, by the time I'd built it up, it was, it was the 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 guts of what is now a phantom anyway in terms of the gps and all the other stuff i did do one uh one flight like that where i th i think i managed about three and a half kilometers out um i was quite high on a hill nice clean line of sight and big 13 dbi patch antenna yeah um <clears throat> but the bit that was that stopped me being nervous that gave me that comfort um was the gps just knowing if anything went wrong this yeah. is going to turn around and fly back yeah um although you know there's so many out there now we often see the odd one that will turn around and fly wherever it likes um but uh this I one just did come that, back i always think that's um pilot area i've never have any of my phantom stuff or any of my detail <sighs> stuff never never had problems with it neither have i but there does seem to be some i mean if you look at some of the flyaways some of them are just so bizarre like what the quad does and real like glitching out stuff it, it doesn't look like it could be pilot induced um there's like whenever i get to a new spot i always compass calibrate like if i've driven 30 miles i always do a compass calibration and mm. do it fly out and never yeah, never, never had any problem why do you need to cal calibrate a compass when it points you know like surely it will just dji told me to it's, it's just you know, gonna hit that membrane you know and because like, um because metal things are around like i've done it at the beach the other day and there's this like big metal structure and it wouldn't it wouldn't come and it left by it the aliens it. No, it was just, it was just yeah. like metal. Oh, they're watching you. Why don't they probe your asshole, Tony? Cause, cause they... <laughs> Have aliens probed your asshole? Is it just me that wants to do that? It's you, you dirty <laughs> long-haired geek. It was so clean up until then as well. Oh, and it was just, you just changed the rating of the whole video. I just, well, just I only, I'm allowed to say asshole. That's PG-13. <laughs> I'm allowed. Leave that in. That is the just what he does. Not me. Editor, glitch all of this with a long turning. Long hair insulted me. Just merely voicing my desires. <laughs> Jack, I'm gonna. I I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you broke Tony finally. Yeah.
Yes. <laughs> I know. I thought it was going to be me. I was going to be like, yeah, the earth's flat. Come on, you know it is. No, it's not. Like, in ten years' time, you're all going to be sitting there going... Don't sample that and show right, it to though. people, either. He was I know right. what you're like. Looking forward ahead a little bit, 2018, Summer's Model Show, confirmed as June 9th and 10th. Uh, Frank? Yes. No. Who's doing it, then? Greer is broken. Greg will... No, Greer will not be running it. Um... I'm going to help Ed. We don't know if it's going to be Ed or who it's going to be, but I'm sure... So there isn't a confirmed FPV flight line at the moment, but I'm sure by June, we've got a few months yet, something will be sorted out. There will be. We'll have to sort it out between us. I'm sure it can be done. It's not a hard job. What's, I mean, what's Jack holding up? Dirty Northern... Northern. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, that's what comes up, I think, when he receives a message of me. <laughs> <laughs> I want Tony's message. I'm, I'm glad you're glitching out tonight, Jack, to be honest. <laughs> all I heard then was sausage. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I think that's probably all we need to hear. Yeah, that's all we need to hear. Otherwise, this poor editor's going to be like, beep, beep. Does, this show, does, it get, show. does it get edited? I didn't know that. It does when it goes on SoundCloud. On YouTube, ah. it can stay as it is, but we put, our, we put our stuff on SoundCloud and on um, iTunes. And iTunes. It needs to be... It, it needs it's to on be iTunes, up. Dirty, then it doesn't work. So, so yeah, you can listen to... Um, you can go back a year and a half and listen to our first episode if you really want. That's SoundCloud. cool. I've started getting lots of warnings on YouTube for, I don't know if anyone else is finding this, for non-advertiser... No, no, but just any video now it seems to be coming up. Non-advertiser friendly, and I don't know why. What does that even mean? I I think you look too emo. Is that what it is? Is that a crime? It's a crime. It's It's probably different state to state, isn't it? I don't NJ know. looks like, you know, you know. I was glitching out again. How terribly sad. Editing himself, I think. <laughs> right in the middle of his NJ insult. Brilliant, oh. isn't it? It's like Sorry. perfect. It's like it's like the Illuminati are actually controlling. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go there? No, that's not tonight. Andy, what what's um what's new with you? Have you got anything exciting in the in the pipe? No, well, the last week's been a bit of a crazy re- week. There's been so many uh, products released that I've received, mostly microcopters. I-, I seem to get a lot of those because my channel started off with the little indoor micros and sort of manipulating them and stuff. I've received, there's just so many of those going about at the moment. I think just because you know people are worried about regulations, whether they're breaking them or not, because there's so many different ones. So I think. The thinking is if you get a little tiny brushless micro that can sort of emulate what a five inch model can do, then, you know, that I think that's quite popular. So I've just finished reviewing my last one of those. And then there's a whole load of uh, new products coming out next week as well. But I'm, I'm actually, I don't have a lot. I've got uh, the Runcam Swift Micro 2 to check out. I also just checked out their Spy, uh, Sparrow Micro. 
and that's a 16 by 9 micro camera. Just incredible. Also, there's um, I think what we're going to see soon is the little run cam Swift micros with a VTX piggybacked onto the back of it. I'm seeing quite a lot of that now. So that's awesome. I, I think right. that's going to come into the micro world, and I think that will probably do away with CMOS cameras in the micro class. Yeah. Good riddance. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know I re I um, reviewed a model that it was a micro. It got the micro Swift 2 on it, and it was just so noticeable when I was flying that compared to these all-in-one tiny 25 milliwatt cameras. So, yeah, I found it difficult going back to those little tiny box cameras after that. So that was that was interesting i think we're going to see a lot more of that i think um holy bro have got a new five inch coming out of views or, or it's already out is it called the the copris or something like that Very, yeah so i think i've got i'm going to be checking that one out too i didn't get to check out the gt2 though have you uh, i have um well i did quite a lot of reviews on the old gt2 which is back yeah. there somewhere actually the one kind of against that black bag there that's the new gt2 uh n so yeah i'm i'm gonna be... yeah, that's exactly what it is um yeah i've 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 uh, I've set it all up and it, I've had a quick fly of it and I mean I won't give away too much without um, uh, spending some time on the deeper review of the quad but I will say this it's actually a fair bit heavier than the first one and it's mainly because they've added so much stuff like the vibration motor dampening system which is very clever and uh, quite a nice addition, but the problem is you add that, then they've added the ESC protectors, which are aluminium. They've made the battery plate bigger, which is aluminium. They've kept the five mil thick carbon base plate. Um, they haven't changed the shape of that. So there's just a lot of material there. And I think once I fitted that with a GoPro, a TP, small TPU mount to adjust the angle and a 1350 battery, it came in at about, 640 grams yeah that's pretty heavy quite porky um considering the old the old one was i think maybe 40 50 grams 60 grams lighter than that with it the way it was so i mean another chunk of the weight in that is that it has some pretty serious motors on it um but it, it did fly fly really nicely i think you either have you have two choices now because we have the option to have really lightweight quadcopters like under 300 grams but i i found that those if you like stick a gopro on them and make them a little bit heavier because they've usually got thinner arms and thinner carbon they break as soon as you put a gopro on they're fine if you don't put a gopro on the sort of if you crash them the the fact that they're a bit lighter usually means that they don't break but if you stick a gopro on that then they usually do so yeah, probably totally concur with that. The, the, the GT2 has got a huge thick frame. Well, well, the one I had, the, the very first version. And mm. I, I, I would challenge anyone to try and break that. It's like a brick. So I think either you go heavy and don't break anything, or you go lightweight and stuff's going to break eventually. I think. Yeah, I think, well, another prime example of that is the, the B-Fight, uh, which you've, you've reviewed and I've, I've received... Um, as well actually if i just grab it which is that right which is 
super light oh, my camera's out of view there we go um which is that guy there um and this started life as a b fight but i've completely butchered it and put in a completely different everything and upgraded the motors but yeah this is the one that's sub 300 grams i think it's like 270 yeah something like that because of that low inertia being so light I mean, this has decked quite hard a few times. Yeah. Not carrying the inertia, it's been fine. But as you say, if you start putting the GoPro on and bringing the weight up, suddenly these arms aren't going to cut it. Yeah. And, and it will break. But that that would be a real candidate for something like the Run Cam Split, um, where Me you too. can. <laughs> yeah. Well, this the, the the problem is is just you know look, you you can get three in the stack quite happily, but there's no room for a fourth. No. Yeah. Um, so. I'm That's hoping really the, the V2 issue. is going to be a lot better because I want to put my my race I want to put it in my race quads. But you know, you know how we were talking about latency earlier. I I, I struggled to notice latency between PPM uh, and S bus. However, when I flew the run cam split, I definitely noticed it. So oh, really? yeah, well that that was and uh, you know my my sense because well, it was slower, yeah. So, sorry, sorry. Yes. It was slower. I could. It was. It was flyable. It, but I could definitely notice a delay there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which which surprised me because I never noticed stuff like that. So yeah, that was that. I think if you're doing fast racing through gates and stuff, I think it's doable. But I think if you require that sort of those, those really quick maneuvers, then you could end up struggling maybe yeah i think there's, sorry there's a question from uh davy davy boy saying would it be better to use um 16 by 9 cameras for my dom threes um and just because it's been discussed a bit so I, I i'm sure everyone's got their own opinion on this but the the pros of 16 by 9 uh having that aspect ratio as it should be without the side stretched is obviously good i found it doesn't really matter in freestyle using a 4x3 camera in 16x9 goggles like the AMW Commanders or the Dom V3s. For freestyle, it's absolutely fine. It's when you're racing and you're going through gates uh, and all of a sudden the gate looks squashed. And for me, I'm, I'm no problem racing through gates, but a 4x3 camera on a 16x9 screen going through the gate suddenly becomes incredibly intimidating for me. Yeah, and yeah. it's a weird thing. So... In terms of the 16 by 9 cameras, there's a couple out there. There's a couple of CMOS-based ones, which are actually very fast. Like, you couldn't tell the latency on them at all. I think the Monster, certainly the V1, the V2, I think is actually quicker than the 1177, believe it or not. But the problem with the Monster is, uh, certainly the one that I've been testing, is that very hard to get the settings good. They have a lot of that kind of tendency that CMOS cameras have, where you flip round to see the sun and the wide dynamic range setting on it doesn't really do a good oh, job of exposing both very well. Yeah. But in terms of having 1200 TV lines of information, the picture's beautiful. When it's good, it's amazing. And then 16 by nine in 16 by nine is great. So that's why I'm super intrigued to try the Sparrow out, which I know Andy's tried. Um, but yeah, that's my take on it in terms of, of 16 by nine. It's just that vertical space thing. The other thing is because of the shape of the sensor, you find you lose that vertical 
which really it means that your camera angle is a lot more critical when you're flying because you've lost that extra vertical information that you'll have on a four by three sensor. So you tend to and, and going to a wider lens doesn't solve the problem. Like most of them come with like a 2.5 lens. You put a 2.1 on it and you think, oh, I'll get more vertical. You actually look at a picture of a 16 by nine camera with a 2.1, a 2.5 lens or even a 1.8 and you'll see virtually no difference all it does is get more warped at the edges and, mm -hmm. and it doesn't really give you any more vertical information so there's pros and cons to the whole thing um but i do like there are occasions for freestyle where i really like a 16 by 9 picture in 16 by 9. Not, yeah if you match the camera with your goggles i think you're on a winner because i'm still i still love my v2s because most cameras are still not 16 by 9 there's only a few cameras out there yeah I, 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 how did you find the sparrow held, uh, held up in terms of the wide dynamic range andy because that's the bit that i want to test having worked with uh, reviewed and looked at the monster in quite a few, quite a lot of detail um did, did, was it quite no, good it, and exposure yeah i thought it was incredible you know it's funny because runcam they they emailed me and said we're going to send you this camera we've got no information for you though i'm like right so so i didn't i didn't know whether it was a ccd or cmos, or a CMOS. yeah that's uh, all, all, that's all that i knew all that i knew was that it was a, a micro 16 by 9 camera so i i took the Runcam micro 2 off the same model and replaced it with the 16 by 9 camera and I flew it and I, could, I couldn't tell the difference with picture quality or wide dynamic range or anything like that. So I was really impressed. For me, the, the whole 16 by 9, 4 by 3 thing, it's, it's, it's an OCD thing for me. I don't, I'm, I'm sure it's fine flying. When you mean OSD? No, no, OCD. <laughs> no, no, Andy is RSD. <laughs> no no OCD no anyways no so like a 4x3 camera um, stretched on a 16x9 screen like the dumb, uh, dumb V3s and the, the box goggles it, it, it winds me up even though I can fly fine with it yeah. so, so, so for me I, I don't really notice a difference it's just that everything's in perspective better when it comes to sort of does it improve the flying experience? Probably not, because you know we're, we're still dealing with analog video, regardless. Well, well I did notice actually because I did I watched that Sparrow uh, review of yours, and um, what the one thing I did notice, having messed around with the Monster and the Monster V2, is I recognised the on-screen display for that um, yeah. interface looked identical. Yeah, uh, that got me thinking. You know, Fox here and Runcam have, have, is there. Are they borrowing? A, is that is that an open source interface that is accessible to both companies, or that this it was just something very familiar? Yeah, um, I mean they're all hacked CCTV cameras anyway, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, but, but it, it, had, it had a lot of the same options, which are very uh, very different to how a uh 1177 deal yeah, you know yeah. you, you turn on wide dynamic range and you set the amount but you've you, it's just, it's a totally different thing on the on the monster with that menu uh where you choose your low middle and high settings and then there's uh, there's various other parameters around that to to try and 
get it to work. But I, yeah, it's a, on the Monster V2, it's it's been a real mission to get it with wide dynamic ranges working well. So if you say the Sparrow was good, and it certainly looked good from your footage, then that's definitely something yeah, I want to try. Yeah, they've got a they've got a bigger version of it as well, and it's just called. See, the the one I reviewed was the Sparrow Micro, but they've got a Sparrow a, a bigger size one that I need to check out as well. So I'll have to see if there's any difference. Yeah, you know, it's what I like them. You know, I I'm not that great at spotting differences though. You know, I, I you know I don't do racing or anything like that. I just do freestyle and any advancement in this top technology. I'm just like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I think 16 by nine is just it's it's great. But I, the only thing I would definitely not choose it for is is racing i just think you need all the vertical information you can get when you're racing and you tilting that quad at 90 degrees yeah. and slamming the throttle you just you can't sacrifice information off the top and the bottom yeah. but um but yeah for me for freestyle and just having a lovely picture maybe um, we'll see a, a super view style fpv camera at some point because i think cool. you know when you when you look at the uh the advancement of any sort of visual technology it's always gone from four by three to 16 by nine so i imagine that will probably happen if it goes digital which it probably will at some point mm. so when when we're all when we've all got gopro quality in our goggles then maybe it'll be 16 by nine sounds um, good to I've me got two things um i've got two questions for tony and then one thing for davy uh tony what? <laughs> what? Did you get? Are you, are you not talking to me again? Well, I said what? Uh, yes, darling. It's like listening to um, a teenager and his mum. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, and would you like? Mom, would you like a mediator yeah. to like talk through me if Jack yeah. tells me? Yeah, and okay. I'll tell Tony. Okay, Andy. What does the Goliath want? Jack, <laughs> I think Tony wants to know what you want. Tell that bold old dog molesting. I really wish I had agreed to this already. I'm instantly regretting it. Has anyone got any popcorn? Did he? I'd love some popcorn. Did he right get? <laughs> yeah, oh, delicious. Sweet or salty? I wonder what kind of oh, guy you are. Sweet, and you can't mix sweet and salty, it's just terrible. That's such a bad yeah, I'm, I'm more like... sweet, but sweet and salty is good, man. You've got to try it. Oh, that's the like way all forward. the bad things in one oh, sweet or salty. Um, asking, uh, is he oh, Tony? Have you did you get your camera working? Because yes. obviously, you don't like me anymore. Tell that friggin' yeti long <laughs> freak. <laughs> I did. He's so petty. He's so, so petty. He 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 had a go at me earlier for trying to read the Daily Mail. I said all newspapers were the crap. Oh my god! This come from the guy who spends his life on WikiLeaks. Um, the Daily Mail is terrible. I, I agree with that. crap. I don't even right, I don't okay. read the news. What to do? Um, did you uh, hear about the um uh? This is totally off subject, but Davy Boy just reminded me because I put a post out. Vegans are now selling their shite. For people like you who have got Crohn's disease, who have got bad poo poos because you eat loads of dead animals. Can I relate more of my medical history? 
<laughs> so like 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 a blood transfer. It's a poop transfusion. So what I do is I <laughs> I shit and send it. To, I send I shit and send it to Jack, and then Jack has Would to. Would you like me to tell everyone you only got one ball, Tony? <laughs> and it makes it makes him better. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Poop Out. <laughs> <laughs> How about my mother's maiden name? Do you want to give that out as well? Oh dear. Yeah, um, you're an well, asshole. Yeah, I think you're, I you're think, an asshole. I think I remember you saying last week that you had to have tests for something like live on air. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, tests. I know. It might not mean there's something dementedly wrong with me. Probably, yeah. Well, look, we all know you're God, dementedly you're wrong anyway. Such a. Um, <laughs> Did Cy get his stuff, by the way? Uh, he hasn't. Um, no, he hasn't picked it up. All right. He'll probably come tomorrow. Um, Davy, <laughs> right, guys, we got, we're in Tech Corner now, where we try and help people instead of ruining their lives like Tony. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. What an asshole. So look, it, look, like, actual... exactly. You're saying exactly the right thing there, Jack. Arsehole. It, it will help. <laughs> I, can... I hope the aliens get you. Uh, has anyone used this? I've used this the other day, and it was a win. Conformal oh, coating. How oh, conformal, yeah. Yeah, I put it in. On, I took a quarter part, covered my ESCs, covered my um, flight controller, everything, left it for a day, turned it on, fired up fine, and I actually put my quad out in the rain. It was peeing down and I flew it in the rain and it was fun. So I know now I have a totally waterproof quad that I can actually fly in the complete rain. Like I really want to do a proper peeing down like Where'd you get that from, Tony? Because I've I killed two quads in two weeks due to uh, landing on wet grass. I got it off eBay. It's called uh, flexible silicon coating, electro lube. It was six quid delivered. I wonder what he was trying to do. It's amazing what comes well, up in your recommended I've got it, I've got it for you, Jack. Jim Lubricant. Oh, gonna... the lonely nights. The lonely <laughs> nights. I can, I can smell the muster of the testosterone. So, right, uh, Jack, what, what are the problems were you going to solve in your tech yeah. Shut up, you vegan idiot. Right. Hello, Jack. I'm looking for some advice regarding my most recent build. Oh, basically, the problem is I've got video lines in my video feed. Mm -hmm. I armed the quad, nothing major, but I decided to have a poke around. Um, right, so what is? would you like to know what is running, or shall I just get to the problem? Gets, you want to gets the problem. It's all right. Okay, all right. No worries. We can read if we're uh, that. Arrow V3 on there, NJ, by the way. I love yeah. your review on that. He hasn't reviewed it. Have you reviewed it? Yes, I have. <laughs> um, I have actually, Jack. Um, <laughs> uh, what I discovered is the top part of the pod with the frame where the camera and VTX are mounted on it. Any takes it from the bottom section and arm it, the video is nice and clear. But as soon as I sit the pod back on, the the lines appear. So I'm guessing his motor screws are 
endings. Do you reckon? Yeah, Where... it's, it sounds like that's that's exactly it. You've got you've got uh, something. Uh, this is like a, basically like an earth loop in there. So I, I would uh, check each point on each ESC of the three points, uh, and I would check it again. Put put the negative into the motor screw, or uh, that's the easiest way. Or the negative of the battery terminal, and then go around the other one and and check each of your ESC points and see if you're getting anything go off, except the ground wire, because obviously that will go off. But um, I'd, I'd check for, for that. Very likely to be a, a ground screw uh, ground screw yeah. going in. Um, if yeah. he's getting, if it's, I mean, it's a little tricky to tell because a lot of the really nasty um, lines that you get from motor noise, if it is motor noise, it's usually flat or slightly diagonal. Um, and that is and that is alternating current coming in, which because that's all your ESCs are the little alternating current generators, um, and you tend to see that more in the higher throttle range. So sometimes a quad that's giving you bad problems um, is is due to you'll you'll see more of that in the upper throttle range. So if you're still getting that after you check, you haven't got any ground problems. Chuck an LC filter in there. Um, most of the modern flight controllers these days and all in ones with OSDs have pretty pretty decent filtering, so you tend not to have a problem. If you still can't get it solved with an LC filter, the absolute be all and end all way to kill all uh, AC noise in your quad is to put like a 250 microfarad radial capacitor on each ESC. Um, you put that and that stops it dead. I guarantee you will have perfectly clean video. That is the 100% way to solve it. Where Most of us don't have to do it. And what are they? So you put them in parallel on the uh, ESCs. So you've got the plus and the minus DC in, and then you've got your three phase out to the motor. So on the plus and the minus, uh, you wire the plus to the, the plus leg of the capacitor to the plus right at the ESC with the legs nice and short. Um, and like I said, around 200, 250 microfarads radial capacitor. Um, and you just put one, a lot of ESCs, the older ESCs and the helicopter ESCs. Uh, they have them. They've they? got them all on them. I don't know yeah. why mini quads, they just started taking them off, but Cost they've been on them for years. It's just, well, yeah, there is that, but it's Size. It's a good idea to, to have them. Make did he say as well? DSC. Did he say that the lines weren't there? He's got it all in a pod, and when he screws the pod down, that's when the noise comes. Is that? Yeah. It could be shielding as well on the VTX if it's like a a, a poor VTX I found as well. If you if it gets closer to like say a regulator on the board, then noise can get through the if it's got bad shielding on the you know VTX is have unify, the, have the plate. Right. Say again, sorry. Unify though, so it should be all oh, right. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. the unifiers are usually pretty bulletproof for that kind of stuff, sure. Um, so, oh, yeah, I try all those sorry. things anyways. A, a few bits to to have a go out there. Any other questions? Davy Boy asks Andy RC, have you done a draw for the giveaway you did for the B fight and the other one twenty quad yet? I have. Yes, I'm just waiting for them to reply. So I, I did a, a giveaway and I said that if I don't get a reply within a couple of days, I'll be picking someone else. So the the leader 120 winner has replied, but the B fight guy hasn't. So I might have to redraw it if I, if I don't get pick a response. Me, pick me. <laughs> 
I actually use a, uh, it's a, a cool website. It's a random comment picker. And you could you just put your YouTube URL in there and press the button and it, it like picks it for you. It's really good because it means that no one sort of, you know, gets missed and stuff. Good oh, idea. Uh, I just sorry, I was just laughing at uh, Curry Kitten's uh, comment. Get the lube out to relieve the tension. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, any other questions that we have missed that need looking at? Um, well, Jack's gone off in the ump now, so he's. I've, a, I've had a fire today. Can I talk about that? Yeah. Talk about your fire. We forgot about that. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I, mean, I was I was working on a, a video today, and I, MJ, you'll probably get this. Like, you, you know, when you, you receive something, and it just—I mean, yeah, I think you had it with the B fight, and it yes, just all yes. goes—it it just all goes wrong, and you look at it, and you just think, this is going to take up a lot of my time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, there's a, there's a couple of quads out there, and I, I've mentioned it in videos before. So there's um, there's the the Fury B brand you might have heard of it's like gear gear bests ishin if you will mm -hmm. they um from 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 what i gather like ishin and fury Bree, they're they're just brands that the, the company just bolts on there i don't know if you've seen the uh you know these ishin ev goggles that everyone's talking about well if you go on gear best website they're called the the fury b ev100 oh, really? so i i don't think where the ishin and fury b i don't i think they are just brands that either banggood or gearbest slap onto a product that someone else provides so uh anyways the um the, i've been having problems with usually the this fury b brand is pretty good but they've re released the quad called the p180 and the g180 and I've had three of them in an attempt to, you know, try and get a review out of them. But every time something fails, I managed to get a review of the P180. And that took two models and two ESCs catching fire. They've sent wow. me. They've sent me that this one. This is the one that caught fire today. This is called the G180, and it was just sat on sat on the desk. I was just uh, this one already had an ESC. Uh, fail it just wasn't working it's the the ESCs that are the problem and it was just sat on the the desk there I had the battery plugged in and the magic smoke just starts coming out oh, and uh, yeah so so that's my no re no review today because it just caught fire and I, I don't I'm not sure whether I'm going to persevere with it because it, it's exactly the same components as this p180 model except it's got a different frame so yeah, if you ever check that one out, it's uh, it could be a lot of work for you. I might, I'm at the point where I'm kind of like, oh, I've had enough of it. Like, you know, three, uh, three ESC fires is uh, it's it's not worthy of my time anymore. Yeah, kind of I agree. Um, but yeah, that was my day at uh, caught fire. I, I might, like, I get fed up with it and throw it back in the box, but I might stick another ESC on there at some point. But uh, yeah. It's like sometimes you'll spend, I think and people don't realize this when you review stuff like it can be, you can literally spend all day on it and then it breaks at the end. You can, there's nothing you can do. You can't release the video and you have to uh, talk with the company. You have to send it back sometimes, then send you a new one. And it's uh, sometimes it's just not worth the effort. So, yeah, <laughs> that's my story today.
yeah and it's all it's all it's all part of the the parcel especially when we're t talking you know a lot about these long-range systems earlier these things go through my head you just think this it, is just that whole argument again of single single points of failure you know the yeah. helicopters are riddled with them and so are, so are quadcopters you know one one capacitor on one ESC might go down and you know that one capacitor is a single point of failure on a quadcopter yeah. and yeah. let alone the ESC as a whole you know there's there's all these things so there are things that you do just have to I think that you should uh, spend the money on um, if you're you know building one yourself and and yeah if you get three of one quad as a plug and fly and you've had this same issue with the ESCs each time I mean, ultimately, this is going to cost them because they've clearly got a QC problem uh, with the ESCs that they're being provided. Um, yeah, but I'd yeah. say at the same time, you kind of have to put the word out there. <laughs> Sorry, you don't want to upset the, the people. Yeah, when it came to, you, when but... it came to the, P, the P180, that that's what I did. I, I managed to get a review out of it, but I I did sort of say, look. You know, it's had it's had two ESC failures. It's got had noise all over the video as well, and uh, yeah, so I will probably avoid that one. Yeah, indeed. I don't like I don't like saying something's crap. So what I will say about this one is that it's not very good. What no? What I'll say is on paper it looks fantastic, but mine that I got a little bit flamey, a little bit flamey. So. Uh... <laughs> Hot sounds of the collar. Red, yeah. red, red props to hide the fire. <laughs> yeah. Are you coming back, Jack? Have I upset you, or has uh, your ISP upset you that much that you? Everything, all, all, all above. Absolutely everything. <laughs> um, I have. I'm, disapp I'm, I'm disappointed in Andy RC for not defending me. Not, not, not defending what? Defending what? I don't know. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I, 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 I was the person in the middle, and yeah, I was just. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, yeah. Don't shoot the messenger, you know what I mean? <laughs> Especially if the messenger is good looking as he is. Me, I you should sing, right, you should sing my replies. There, there's a, there's a reason that I rarely show my face on the on the on my channel it's just it's not worth looking at whatsoever oh no, <laughs> come on oh that's probably what they mean it's like advertiser unfriendly yeah yeah my face it's like the, my face is advertising. It's, like the, it's, it's the male version of hello boys <laughs> come to think of it yeah every every video i've had where they've said not advertiser friendly was one where i got my face in it <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, much. that's nice. <laughs> Davy Boy says you're too beautiful, Andy. Oh, thanks very much. I don't know what to do with that information, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> not that far north Wales. What the um is the is the castle thing in in North Wales? Yeah, yeah it's North Wales though. That's the worst part. Yeah, but it's the castle. It's my house. <laughs> it's mileage, isn't it? Hello, BSM Web. Yeah, I was just about to say BSM Web. I'm been... so sorry, I haven't texted you. I'm a knob. No one, see, no one like went, no, Jack. <laughs> 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 I nodded. <laughs> I, I was just saying big hello to uh, BMS Web, to Paul, uh, BMS, or BSM, who this, 
yeah, yeah. BMS web, uh, especially obviously Paul and Thomas and uh, Thomas winning the Adelaide Cup. That was absolutely epic. If you haven't been on their channel and checked out that video, you should go and watch it. It is absolutely incredible. Like my uh, adrenaline was going just watching it. So I don't know how Thomas stays so cool. I know he's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, what, it's super frustrating. Or something. Yeah, I think it was eight for first first place. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how they do it. When I, when I was at Western Park watching, listening to those beeps go down, oh, my, heart, my heart was going. Yeah, I was watching. Beeps, man. Like, that I will... You know when you die and have flashbacks? <laughs> well, <laughs> Being, I don't know about when I die, but, yeah, flashbacks. They're going to be there. Beep, beep. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate them things. I, I, I think um, that, you know, that last... Last beep is like the lead up to the flatline because it's kind of like Tony's mind hook your monitor up to a beep module in, in uh, intensive care. You know, the <laughs> that's his mind flatlining. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, <laughs> that's, that's where that comes from near death. <laughs> so, the baby boy is just asking about a couple of quads here in the quad corner um so let's see what he's asking about he said what's the white quad so that's the one i did a three-part build video on that guy that's the beast sx by ready eddie which is you very beautiful that, oh it's just awesome with the crazy why, why does it look like it's made by apple <laughs> it does a little bit doesn't it in which case Damn. it's 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 a million pounds um and the white one is that's my main freestyler um which is the x version of that which is called the beast um and uh yeah while we were on the subject of escs these are the furious es uh high volt 35 amp um and they are very light and very very good they've been solid i've got them on both of those actually so if you want to know what escs i run those guys there are absolutely superb so yeah that's what's floating in the background yeah, I'm hearing a lot of people talk about Spedex as well. Everyone's really liking Spedex. I've got one lot on. on Sorry, my... that's exactly what they are. Why did I say? I don't furious. know. They're not furious. You're I right. They are. At them and I thought. I'm really good at marketing, me. Um, yeah. yeah, they are Spedex. Are they 35 yeah, or are they just 30? I think. I'm going to have to use my eyes now. I, I didn't on. know they did a 35. Yes, they're 35. Holy yeah. shit. This no, is like the end not. of the world. I've corrected Enjo. You have, yes. They're ES30s. I think they burst, they burst to a million, apparently. Oh, he's trying to get past on the technicality. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he's they're, more they're salty than I am. He's going to leave now, really now next week. How long until SpedEx put their prices up? Because Brad is flying. Oh, they're so cheap. Yeah, That's I know they are. They're like six quid each, yeah, the ones yeah. I've got. And Bradders is flying a uh, all-in-one 40 amp, um, and he's loving it at the moment. Yeah, and yeah, no, they're very, they're very good. On, um, on the on the on the Revo or anything with um, tilted arms. Yeah, um, Mikey said, do they do D shot uh, 1200 um, and Davy Boy? quite rightly said no d-shot 600 at the minute d-shot 600 is where to be it's getting the most updates and it's got the most features uh 16.63 does all the d-shot commands like turtle mode and all that business um bl heli 32 is is going to be brilliant but it's just 
it's lacking the updates at the minute you know uh, telemetry current sensing vault sensing uh rpm data all that telemetry goodness uh will come um but yeah we've just got to wait for the updates for that stuff at the minute t-shock 600 is probably where to be um until 32 develops a little further but give it a couple of weeks and then spedex will be uh, everyone's buying them now. You, you can guarantee they just whack their prices up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tone. Which will be a shame. Are you running D shot on those Tiger ESCs? What? <laughs> well, I love how we all just sat there then for about 10 seconds of dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was like, like when Jack speaks, like part of my brain just switches off. I think he, he mentioned Tiger ESCs, and are they running D Shot Six Hundred? I think. I, I yeah. didn't. Hear, I See, just, I listen to you, Jack. I don't. Hear, I don't listen to him most of the time. It is pointless, honestly. I might as well just draw a face on a. Honestly, and that'd be my new friend. I would. <laughs> it's vegan. Um, <laughs> the Tiger ESCs, you know, the T Motor ESCs. Never heard of them. I've not tried them, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Do you run D shot on them? You own several pairs. Are you talking to me or Nick? Yeah, you. You, Tony. Nano, Nano, have I got to dress you with that first? No, I run F40s and they're all on multi-shot. And like I've said a hundred times before, I'm with Chad Nowak on this. I can't tell the difference between D-shot and multi-shot apart from beeping ESEs and some magic stuff it does. But apart from flying it, no, you great oath. D-shot, at least you don't have to calibrate it then. I've used yours running D-shot and I didn't feel the difference between D-shot and multi-shot. I've said it before. Yeah, but then you don't have to calibrate. I don't calibrate. Plug it in for God's Clips sake. Foam you definitely should calibrate if you're a multi-shot, Tony. Hello. Some on mute, Jack, now. For God's sake, you're talking <laughs> on the phone. It's like so professional, isn't it? I, um, I tried out B BL Halley 32 a couple of months ago and it, it seemed very clunky and one of the ESCs fried as well so and you also need Betafly 3.2 don't you to get to get it working as well yeah I, I, I've tried it I did uh, I've flown a couple on Beale Heli 32 um, and yeah I, there's no massive perceivable difference at the minute to me either but um, I think that next kind of step in terms of of a, a noticeable precision will probably be when the telemetry is received from the ESC to the flight controller saying exactly how many how much RPM the motor is doing to yeah. the point where it can relay that information and bait flight can make use of it I think then some really cool stuff will will happen but at the minute yeah there's I, I, as I said D-Shot 600 all the way for the for the meantime I, I, I remember about 
a month ago, I reviewed a, a quadcopter that didn't have BL Halley SESCs. It was just BL Halley, and like no one was interested anymore because it didn't have <laughs> because it didn't have the S on the end. And yeah. I think maybe give it a couple of months, and no one will be interested in BL Halley S unless yeah. it's got a thirty-two so, at the end of it. That's so last week, Andy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> have you had your? Uh, so we talked. We talked about those Ishin goggles. Have you had them yet? No, them no sign of them yet. The, the Crossfire is turning up tomorrow, um, and I think very possibly tomorrow, maybe the day after the Ishin goggles will turn up. Seems uh, uh, everywhere else has had them, but I haven't seen a UK review of them yet. Yeah, mine, mine were uh, definitely one of the... I was told about them early, and it was put on order to me as soon as they were available, so... It should be here any day. Um, yeah. But as I, as I said, you know, we've chat about these this product uh, between us a little as well. But I, there's there's problems there that I've already spotted before I've even got them in my hands. But we shall wait and see. It's a strange one, this, because there was uh, 8,000 odd pre-orders. So <coughs> I think they probably already sold what they wanted to sell from them anyway. So mm. I've watched yeah. Stu's review on them. Good day. Is that the same ones you're talking about? Yeah, those are the ones. They're, they're basically it's it's an it's a it's an interesting case because they were out at seventy seven pounds on pre order, and then <coughs> when they were released, they pretty much doubled the price of them, haven't they? And it's a really I've seen that happen before, but not on a scale where like they had like eight thousand pre orders, you know. So that's that's like a huge amount of sales for something that no one's tried, you know, <laughs> but I guess yeah. I think a lot of people sort of took the risk and said, well, you know, if, if, if they are going to sort of be as good as fat sharks, then, uh, or, or even if they're not, then I'll take the risk and, and spend the 77 pounds. But I think uh, now that they've like doubled the price of them, I imagine it's getting close, closer to the price of the teleporters perhaps. So uh, maybe, you know, so, so many people won't be interested unless they bring the price down even more. But yeah, I don't have I don't have them yet. I'm still waiting on them. And yeah, we will see. When you, yes. do, when you do your um, uh, uh, video with the um, Crossfire, mm -hmm. are you going to do it like with one, two, the same quads, but different? How are you going to do it? Are you going to put it on the same cord and so? It and then... if, I'll say now, if you want to see a nice sort of blind test video of exactly that, go and check out Snake FPV's video, um, yeah. and he's a great pilot as well. Um, if if you go and check out what he's, he just went out and you know ripped balls on on two same quads blind test, and he was like, you know, on the first quad he said, "This has got to be it." He knew straight away. Um, but for me, it's really about using one of my old friends here that I know really, really well, and I've freestyled for well over a year on that quad. And I, I know how that feels. I know what the rates are like. I know exactly what to expect with that. So that's. I'm hoping that I'm just going to notice it. So you're just going to change the. Uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm. 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 I like to think I'm very good at being objective and not hyping about something. So I'm just going to go out and try, and I may come back and and conclude that. I can't spot a difference at all, but um, we'll see. Be interesting. That would be. Uh, hey, Indeed. we've got someone who's joined us. You are, fellas. Can you hear me? Yeah. 
How's it going? What, what, what do you have to say for yourself? You're on trial. Yeah, I'm trying to try my camera, man. I've got nothing. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> Mister, uh, um, how are you? I'm all right. Actually. Yeah. How about you? Great, mate. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, I've been uh, been real busy, so it's been been a bit bit, bit sort of mental, but uh, yeah. I miss I miss the sound of the mechanical keyboard. I do really type something for you now, just to just to, you know. Can you hear that? Yeah, just came away. I've just oh god, he's a pretty. He, he's a proper YouTuber, man. He's like showcasing streaming Velocity Drone. <laughs> you know, donate subs. That's that's the only kind of flying I've been doing recently. So oh, that's, that's, that's the weather, right? The weather's been shocking. Well, I think I spoke to you the other day, didn't I, Neil? It's, uh, I'm looking for an indoor flyer now, so looking at something like the uh, the, the Emax Baby Hawk or something similar. Yeah, just something something that's not too high voltage and handles nicely and has some prop guards, um, but still you know, potentially brushless. Although I know that's that's just me being a bit of a power freak. I know Andy has quite rightly said last week, you know, it's probably a lot more sensible to stay brushed if you're going to be indoors. But um, yeah, it depends on how much expensive stuff you have to break in your house. <laughs> I'm not that bothered. There's not that much really, just monitors everywhere. But uh, I have just, however, fixed my quad, so my quad is all back together now. And, and it's really on. It's been it's been out of uh, it's been out of the picture now for about a month. So yeah, just fixed it. I snapped it in two. Nice. On the grass. So uh, yeah, new 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 frame, new frame. Is that a Rick and Morty t-shirt I'm spotting there? And that is a Rick and Morty t-shirt. Yeah, yeah I've been well nice. getting into that lately. I love it. It's amazing. I'm going. Oh, they, can't, they, can't bring, they can't bring it out quick enough. So, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll buy that for 25 smeckles. Um, <laughs> have you been. Is <laughs> your uh, camera um, dirty or have you been vaping mad hard? Uh, like the inside of Bradders' van. Yeah. <laughs> vaping, vaping mad hard, man. I've been working really hard. So, um, yeah, I've just been caning the hell out of this thing. So, it's all fun. I think Tony's frozen in this really thoughtful-looking kind I of think, I think he's pretending to be frozen so he doesn't have to reply. It's such a good impression. It looks is. very existential. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him like that. Oh, oh Tony's gone. Is he sad enough? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, let me text him. <laughs> Did you um, also, Neil? Did you get my question earlier about your uh, your 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 X7? Uh, I'm not sure. What was the question? So originally, you said that you were going to move over to the QX7 from your yes. X9D once once the M7s were available. Yes, this is true. Um, and now I have the M7s in, and do you know what I found? I've I've really given both of them a good go. And what I did on on purpose was I split my models up so that I didn't just leave one of them behind. If I wanted to fly the quads that I normally take out, I've got half the models on the QX7 and half the models on the X9D. Um, and from a comfort point of view, I have to say the X9D has come out on top for me as a pincher. Um, if I was flying thumbs, the QX7 would be on top. So that's how I feel about those two things. The only thing I find with the QX7 is when pinching that, you tend to sometimes I'll knock the top switches with my finger. Um, so like for instance, one of the switches there, I pulled down for acro and I'll, I'll knock it when I'm throttling 
so that's why I found that not quite as as nice. I can still happen if you know if someone said we've only got a QX7 here, go out and, and fly it. No problem at all. If there's a preference now uh, between the two in terms of comfort, there's just uh, a, a preference for me towards the X9D um, as they both have those M7 and M9 gimbals. I, I just think. Do you prefer the, the gimbal? Do you prefer the updated gimbals to stock? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. That is one one thing that I, I've noticed. I mean, I I came from Team Spectrum, and we're going back a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not that long. Originally, it was JR, and it was in the old thirty-five megahertz days, uh, and Futaba. And, and then when Spectrum came out, I went to that. And Spectrum have always made radios with really good gimbals, and I missed that when I went to FR Sky. I love the functionality of FR Sky, but the uh, the gimbals were I'll be honest, I just think they're a bit rubbish. Um, and as soon as they bought the M9s out, that's that was a, a real night and day difference. You can tension them nicely, and they, the extra resolution feels really good to me. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I couldn't go back to the stock gimbals. You see, this is what's interesting to me about reviewers and, and stuff like that, because I've had the M9 gimbals now, I think, two or three months, and I'm so close to switching back to the stock. Really? Yes. And so I is, that, is that a feel thing or a precision thing? I, I, I just can't, I can't put, put the nail on it what it is, but I'm just not in, enjoying flying with these gimbals as much as the stock. I don't know if it's because I've flown so much on the originals, but I don't know. It just feels more... Now, I, I fly with a ratchet, and I think uh, you, you guys probably aren't doing that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it might be down to that because the ratchet okay. on the original Tyrannus gimbals is very good and it's it's not overpowering. But I've been finding it difficult to tune it on the M9. So I'm considering I'm probably the only person considering switching back to the stock ones. Well, you could could do half and half. You could just have the throttle siders. <laughs> the, the M9. But then the... my flying would look even more dodgy than it already is. <laughs> I think the, 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 other, the other bit I like, the other bit I like is that is the centering. You know, when you because of those hall sensors. Um, See, I still find movement. There's supposed to be no movement, isn't there? Have you calibrated you? them? Yeah, I, I do. And I, you I, don't because yeah. mine are rock solid. They really they don't move at all. Mine still move. Maybe I got some dodgy ones. <laughs> uh, maybe. I um I know I do know what you mean. They feel different because they're a little taller original ones and you can't get them to go as mm. small see the, the... It's, this is such a subjective thing isn't it but it's really it interesting to all yeah. talk about it because again another thing which i i mentioned that i really like about the m9s is the way the, the the way they kind of max out like as they hit the wall that kind of dampening that you get is because my rates when I do a fast flip, I know that's that's a consistent to that end. I know how many flips I'll get for the amount of seconds I'm doing it. Yeah. And that the way it feels as it as it maxes out against the wall of the 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 surround on the M9s just feels like it's hitting this perfectly cushioned suspension. It just feels awesome. And when I do it with the old gimbals, it's just this nasty plasticky clunk noise and it just feels horrible to me but again that's again it's a subjective thing it's <laughs> a personal preference but it's funny how all these things uh are different to different people yeah. sand down the grooves 
on, on your um, M9s if you want them, them down. the same and then sand down the new ones. Yeah, I, I need to I need to play around Pass with them. them. Sand them down and then you can also buy some of that Teflon lubricant that you get for RC cars. Mm -hmm. That on there to kind of smooth I'm so glad it. you said cars at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just borrow That's, some of it's been an abnormally high uh, discussion of, of lube products on today's yeah, show. Yeah. We've covered at least three different You'd be types getting of some, some commission on He's it. not the first. <laughs> I, I corrected NJ earlier. Who are you, Matt? Whatever. Can you, put, can you put mods in time out? Time out last. Does it matter? Oh, it's pointless anyway. Oh, you win this time. Sorry. Have you heard of Tony? He hasn't come back. Oh, he's in the chat, look. Oh. He's, he's right. swearing at his laptop. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, he's not actually pissed off at Clint. Clint, are you going to say anything? You come on, you don't say anything. Can you hear me? I, I did say I was, I was speaking. I was looking at the new uh, FR Sky X10S, which just looks amazing. I got no. I, what? What's that? So the uh, the FR Sky X10S, it looks a bit like the QX7, but obviously sort of all bells and whistles, and it looks really, really nice. Has like a carbon finish to it and a bigger screen, which I assume is touchscreen. But which, is, which is kind of what the Horus was, but then everyone, well, Br Bruce slammed it, and then everyone... Sort of, well, that's what it is, the Horus, yeah, is. The Horus yeah. X10S. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Just... Yeah, that, that had issues, though, the Horus, the, the, the GPS problems and, uh, and antenna problems with the diversity antenna in there, which was causing range issues. And, yeah, I think there was some there was it, some issues there. It, but it looks wicked. It, it does look wicked. Yeah. <laughs> I need one in my life. Yeah, are they still super expensive? Have they dropped in price? Um, I don't know. I'm on the actual, so I'm on the actual FR Sky website looking at it. I think I saw they're about three hundred dollars. Uh, that has come down then, because I'm sure they're more than that when they launch. I could be, I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'll see if I can find somewhere to to have a look. Three hundred and forty on the first web website. I've that's that's three hundred forty dollars. So yeah. <laughs> What's that? And Smeckles. <laughs> Three thousand four hundred ish. Much? Mm, that's a lot. That uh, is. Yeah, only in what happened to the Horus? Do they even bother doing anything with those anymore? Because they that that was the reason why OpenTX two point two took so long. So um, the so on Banggood, for example, the FR Sky Horus X10S is three hundred and twenty-five pounds, and the Horus X10 is two hundred and seventy-eight pounds. Wow, yeah, that's a that's a big old price drop. I think, I think the problem is, is it sort of uh, you, you always look at FR Sky or Free Sky, whatever you want to call it, as as a a, a budget brand. So when you start going to like three hundred pounds, you're in sort of Futaba territory, and and those higher levels and i think maybe maybe that's why it's not working like the tyrannis it's quite i mean the tyrannis isn't in cheap the the x9d but it's it's in that price range where it's not too low or too high and it's got all the features at the top does, does anyone own a futaba does anyone want to buy this off me <laughs> well smackled <laughs> it's s bus 
and it may or may not have been in my mouth. <laughs> well, that's where, uh, isn't that where Espos came from? Futaba and Ephos guy sort of took him. Oh. So I thought it was from Spectrum, but I could be completely wrong. I'm pretty sure I... I You're banned from Spectrum anyway. Yeah, me and Spectrum don't mix. <laughs> um, oh. Me and a lot of things don't mix, but specifically Spectrum, I seem to have a, a real bad sort of running with those. It seems that the, uh, the clubs, if, if you ever go to a club that are flying line of sight planes rather than FPV, they're using all Spectrum and all Futaba stuff. That FR Sky is pretty much like for FPV stuff, I'm finding there's sort of like a bit of a divide there. It's so, it's so flexible though, isn't it? Uh, the FR Sky stuff, you can get it to do anything and the, the logical switch is just, it's so brilliant what you can, you're kind of only limited by your imagination when it comes to what you can get that uh, transmitter to do. But yeah, it's just oh, you know, the because OpenTX is awful. Sorry. Open TX is brilliant. I will have nothing bad said about OpenTX. It's the confidence in it as well, though, isn't it? I mean, FR Sky just <laughs> seems to work. The range is good. The, the penetration is good. And uh, it just does exactly what it should do. Whereas, you know, there are some transmitters out there which are terrible. Yes, there are. No, it's 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 a great. I think, uh, I think FR Sky receivers sort of, <laughs> they, they, they more suit quadcopters because of the, the single Espos input as well, rather than having the individual. Uh, when I was building a little 3D plane, I was struggling because I wanted to use my Tyrannus, but I was struggling to find a receiver that had more than four channels that was uh, that was small enough to fit on a plane. That, like other than the X4R, you, you then have to go quite big to get more channels. Like the the 8XR is it called, and the and the and the six. As well, they're quite chunky to put on a little lightweight plane, so maybe it's maybe that's why as well that it more sort of favours the quadcopter world. It's, it's something that took Spectrum quite a long time actually to come round to to kind of realising that the quadcopter thing was was pretty damn big, and they need to make some more receivers that are focused towards yeah. uh, fitting in quads. Whereas FR Sky just steamed in there and continued to make ones straight away for ultralights like the XM and, and now you're getting ones that small with telemetry. So yeah. but I will say I'll give my buddy there in the comments, uh, Bloods FPV, a little plug because he made for me, you see these custom plates with my logo on them wow, nice. around, which look pretty cool. They are sick. So, yeah. <coughs> Bloods made, they're actually an aluminium sheet and um, with a print on. So they're really nice quality. But um, yeah, if you go over to his uh, website, he uh, I'll have to Bloods. You'll have to put a uh, link in the chat for people. Um, but yeah, he he can do those with your custom logo and and uh, stick I'm those on. I'm surprised you haven't got a, a stand on the back of that, NJ. No, I, I will get one with that new crossfire going in there. Um, that's probably not such a bad idea. Where do you get those from? Because I, I was going to look in like Fast Lad, the RCN. I mine from Jack's room. <laughs> 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 I think he got it from Mobby King. It was like 10 quid or something like that. They're just Mobby like a, just a clamp that you just pull out and put. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, lo I love the fact that I can put my controller down and it stands up every time without getting dirty and wet and horrible. Yeah, I definitely need to get one of those. That's a really good point. I shall, uh, I shall go I and buy one. I stole, it. I, stole it. I stole it off Jack. Sorry, Jack. 
my god we've done another two hour show well, yeah it's gone quick it's it andy. andy comes on and we all love it and we stay on for two hours because <laughs> i talk nonsense most of the time i think uh, we love your videos and we love you having you on here it's great thanks very much yeah Fab. Well, on that, uh, are, 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 you much a, love. are you and Jack going to make up before we Because I kind of feel like there's, <laughs> I, I almost feel felt like halfway through there, it was the, the end. We were watching the end of the podcast. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry. I was coughing. Um, Frank has lovelyly been working on Let's Drone Out badges. Wow. Oh, cool. nice. Beautiful. So Very the smaller cool. ones. Which is smaller than this will be about three pound or four, and these will be how much, Frank? No, it's six pounds for the bigger ones, three pounds for the smaller ones. Yeah, they're, they're really cool. That's shiny, only shiny stainless steel. <coughs> oh, that. Where can we get them from? They'll be up on the Facebook page in a bit. You want t-shirts still, don't you? I think we're going to have to go into hoodies now because it's getting. Cold yeah. and hot. Proper cold, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. A hoodie would be cool. Oh, yeah, um, I've got a lot of hoodies. Mitts. Can we get let's run out mitts? <laughs> I'm gonna what try I'm, I'm gonna swap the t shirts I was gonna try to do to 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 hoodies. I need to talk to Frank about it. Uh, not Andrew, because Frank's better at the hoodies than <laughs> Andrew's good at the t I, I, I love a hoodie, probably because I'm northern. There you go, let's see. Yeah, it's all, right well, I thought it's northerners were impenetrable to the cold. I thought they wore t-shirts in the winter. Yeah, but this is, this is so that no one can recognise us when we're ro robbing them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. Uh, you've been listening to another marathon show. I promise it won't happen next week. Um some really interesting stuff and you guys done really well plus uh when we were going to finish it uh, uh clint came back entras or <laughs> whatever so uh he, he made a little return and then we also had to hang on to find out whether tony was being a diva or not <laughs> so, I, got, I got abducted by aliens i've been away just, for like 10 hours they want to shit that bad <laughs> yeah they put me I, 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 hope they get, I hope they got right in there um <laughs> and uh yeah so you've been listening to let's throw out i'm really sorry andy rc this is you might as well not, not go to sleep now because it's tomorrow for you. <laughs> no that's fine Okay, uh, you've been joined by Frank, who's making lovely badges. So long. Please buy badges from Frank. As well, so if you don't don't like publicly announcing that you listen to Let's Drone Out, which we fully understand, you could use them <laughs> as a fridge magnet. Um, you look like uh, Rena from Red Dwarf with a H. Uh, uh, um, I was going to say he's got magical powers or something. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, so we've been joined by Frank, uh, uh, Andy RC, it's a pleasure. Hello, bye-bye, Ethan. You're lost and you're fire. <laughs> uh, good to see that you're still alive.
Clint. That was just like. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I know. Uh, NJ Tech. Take care, guys. Good. Uh, good questions and comments, and good to see everyone in the uh, in the comments section chatting lots tonight. So yeah, great. See you next week. The Diva Tony, like Jack, who you know far too much about, like to Tony. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Telemetry lost.